Newsroom Radio with David Diamante. We are back, and uh, we are in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's a huge fight week. It's uh, Canelo versus Triple G3, and I've got two great guests with me today, and um, we have the WBC super flyweight champion of the world, Jesse Bam Rodriguez, and his trainer, also former world champion, Robert Garcia. Gentlemen, it's great to see you, and thanks for joining us. Yeah, uh, appreciate you having us. Appreciate the time. Thank you, David. Thanks for having us. Yeah, how are you guys feeling? I'm ready to go. I'm just, I'm excited for Saturday night. I can't wait for it to get here. You just love this, don't you? Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I like all the media, too, because it keeps me out the room, keeps me off of social media, off of looking the all the food on, on social media. So I, <laughs> I really enjoy all the media. It, it takes my mind off things. So Got to stay at, at Superfly. You don't want to <laughs> yeah, move yeah, up. Yeah. You know, I was going to talk to you about that. I wanted to ask you about the media because... It's one thing I don't think a lot of fans know is that obviously there, there's the fight, right? Everyone knows that yeah. and the training that goes to that. But fight week, there's so much media. I mean, you're scheduled today. We don't even have a long time today because you've got to go straight on. You're about to go on satellite. Mm -hmm. So there's so much. How do you deal with that, especially at the young age you are? You're the youngest world champ, you know, active world champ right now in boxing. And Robert, as a trainer, how do you keep BAM focused? And you know, you've been through this a lot. So obviously you've seen this, but fight week is not just about the fight, but it's also about the media. Well, you know what? Fight week, like you just said, the media. But then also the other thing is fighters have to make weight also. So all that makes it a little bit more difficult, just like Bam said. keeps them away from watching videos, you know, food videos and stuff like that. So, <laughs> it, you know, it actually gets time go a little bit faster so we don't mind doing it i know bam doesn't either you know he's up for it and uh, it's part of the show you know it's part of uh getting the world to know who who he is uh getting people to tune in on saturday night and you know that's one of the great things is that you are young you're you're adept to social media you know how to use it and uh it, it's just got to be a really exciting thing to be especially the the co-main on such a massive card yeah, being the co-main, it's a big opportunity to show all the casual boxing fans who I am. Um, the the real boxing fans, they they already know, but when Canelo fights, it brings a lot of casuals. So this is a perfect opportunity to show them and just put my name out there even more. Absolutely. And speaking of food, because you said going through seeing the food, <laughs> what, what what is your favorite food? What do you like to eat? I like chicken wings and waffle fries. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He must, he must be from Texas, right? <laughs> yeah. he, he must be from San Antonio. <laughs> Yeah, there's no doubt that he's from San Antonio. Um, let me talk about how you guys got together. You met Robert, you were 10 years old, is that correct? Uh, I was 12 years old. 12 years yeah. old. And how long had you been boxing at that point? I was only boxing for like two years. I, I was in two years fighting. Yeah. yeah. How did you guys first meet? We met at a, an open workout for Nonito Donaire. It was back home in San Antonio. And um, coming up as an amateur, I was a big fan of Nonito and uh, Robert Stable, Brandon Rios as well. So when I heard that there was an open workout, um, me and my dad, we and my brother, we all, we all went to the to the gym where it was, and we saw Robert took a picture, and it's, it's just crazy how things end up now because now I'm, I'm Robert's world champion. And Robert, do you remember first meeting Bam, and what were your thoughts, and why did you decide to take him on? Well, you know what, I remember it happening. You know, we were at the media workout with Nonito Donaire. Um, it was a uh, Donaire versus a uh, Puerto Rican kid that he fought in San Antonio. Uh, and uh, Donair called in somebody, you know, one, uh, kids from the audience to come and do shadow boxing with him. So Bam jumps in and starts shadow boxing and Onito starts, oh, this kid's going to be good. Keep an eye on him. You know, and I, I didn't really pay much attention, but, you know, uh, his his brother, Joshua Franco, who's a, a 
few years older than him. Uh, that's when my son started, you know, keeping an eye from the amateurs. So it happened to be that a few years later, he fought one of my amateurs in a national tournament and beat the heck out of him. And his older brother, Josh, was already getting at the age where maybe getting ready to turn pro. So my bro my son was already look going after uh, Franco and you know, happened to be that you know bam was his little brother you know so it was we when we met we didn't really we just met but we didn't stay in touch like you're gonna be my fighter one day none of that it was just we met him and uh, and that was it but then a few years later my son is the one that you know from the amateurs watching franco joshua franco fight uh you know picked him up to to trump pro and uh that's how it all started how much of an influence was your older brother to you my brother he still to this day he's a big influence he's like another another dad to me almost um Whenever we're in camp, it's just us two from the family. So to have him around, it's, just, it's, it's everything to me. And to see what he accomplished in the sport, that just makes me want to go even harder and just live up to uh, what, what he's done. Yeah, absolutely. And he's got a, also a, a, a title at, at Superfly. It's, you guys are at the same weight. Obviously, you guys aren't going to fight each other. That, that wouldn't happen. But do you think you'll stay at Superfly? Or do you have any interest in going back down to flyweight or even lower? Yeah, um, one twelve is definitely in my in my vision. Um, like like you said, my brother he's at the same weight class, so I would I would love for him to take over and get all the belts here at at one fifteen and be going to, going down to one twelve and doing the same down there. So this is your fourth fight with Matchroom coming up. You had what Burgos, there was Quadros, and then the fight with SSR, the Sri Sketsel Rung Visai fight. Uh, just incredible. What do you know about uh, Izzy Gonzalez? I mean, this is his fourth world title attempt. What are you expecting in this fight? This I, I, know, I know he's a very tough opponent. He went the distance with Chocolatito. Um, to, for him to take this fight, uh, his fourth title shot, it, it just shows that he's still hungry for the title. And these are the kind of fights that I have to take just as serious as Rungvisai and Quadros because I have something that he wants, something that will change his life. So I know he's training hard, and that, that's why I go even harder. That's I always have that mindset when I'm in the gym that he's training to uh, take what I have, and I can't let that happen. Well, definitely. And speaking of Chocolatito, you know, we've got Chocolatito Estrada 3 coming up. And uh, was it December 3rd? Robert, how do you see that fight playing out? Well, you know what? Uh, I think uh, the the second fight they had, you know, I thought I thought Chocolatito pulled it off. It was very close, you know. They gave it to Cuadras. But, you know, obviously, you know, that, that was the judge's decision, which is not a bad decision either. It was a very close fight. Uh, from uh, Cuadras' last performance, you know, he was in there very tough, but uh, I don't think it was supposed to be that tough, or at least at least on paper. It wasn't supposed to be that tough. That guy, that guy came in and gave him a really good fight. So honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick Chocolatito to win this fight. I mean, it's just so exciting. This whole division is so exciting. Definitely. And, and Jesse, I mean, you've injected so much energy into it. Who are you looking forward to fight in the future out of that fight? Because obviously, the winner of that, it's... It's a tailor-made fight for you. Yeah. Um, honestly, it doesn't really matter. Um, I'm down to fight whoever, whenever, however. It doesn't matter. Just both of those fights would, would be great for my career, but I, I'm very focused on this fight coming up. So I, I'm, that's what I have my eyes on right now. I mean, you know, being so young, coming the money and the fame, the accolades, how do you keep that in check? And Robert, how do you keep that in check uh, for, for BAM? As a, as a trainer you know what we have to advise them all the time obviously they're good kids they, they've been raised very well his dad and mom did a great job you know very humble kids but uh you know it does change their life and uh 
big prices start coming in, you know, we got we to gotta advise him. You know, we're already planning on doing stuff uh, where he's investing some money and, and stuff like that. You know, he, these kids are not the kids that go wild buying that that. that Two hundred thousand dollar car or anything like that, or the jewelry or anything like that. You know, they're they're very humbled, uh, so that that won't be a problem. But but it, it could be um, hard for them, you know, to deal with that, especially so much attention, so many people that could approach them. I could do this for you. I could do that. But you know, we keep them. You know, they 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 listen to us, and you know, we just have to do. You know, Mike is very smart with his money. You know, I've been I've done well with 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 the money that I've made. So you know, we just have to. Con uh, teach them how to do it and uh and you know try to secure their you know for you know their lives you know because boxing is is very short and uh they got to see after after boxing when they retire i want them to be uh comfortable the rest of their lives absolutely your addiction i understand is shoes yes uh, shoes and vintage i like vintage shirts vintage shirts yeah. like what kind of vintage shirts oh uh, just anything that catches my attention i don't really discriminate what what's on the shirt it's just if it has a good wear to it i'm gonna wear it I, and what, what kind of sneakers? I like any sneakers. I like um, Sakai's a lot. The Nike Sakai's. I like Bapestas. I mean, the list goes on and on. There's, there's too much that I like for to put on one list. All right. That's great stuff. As long as he's not spending thousands of dollars on, on, on a pair of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll let him live. You'll let him live. So, Robert, obviously you, you uh, recently uh, teamed up with AJ, just had the big fight in Saudi Arabia. Jesse... As you know, Robert's your trainer. Obviously, the AJ fight was a big deal. I'm sure Robert had to spend a lot of time with AJ. Obviously, he was traveling a lot. I know that because I've seen you all over the world in the last few months um, doing press tours, doing the fight, things like that. How is that for you as a fighter when your trainer has other charges that he has to go out and, and work with? How does, that, how does that work for you? It's no problem um, because we, ha we have a great team. It's not just Robert that's on the team. We have his son. We have Chepe, Charles. And we have um, a few other guys there that help at the gym too. So whenever Robert's gone, they're they're there to take over. And I've been working with with the whole team since I was 15 years old. So they already know me, and I already know them. So whenever Robert's not there, the energy flows and the the chemistry is it's already there. There's no problem. There's no um, I don't question their 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 actions, and I trust them. So it it just, it just works out perfectly. Robert. Do you think you'll continue with AJ? I know that's a question a lot of people are asking. You know what? I would love to. You know, uh, we've been staying in touch uh, with with his management team, and uh, as as from what I understand, uh, hopefully I do. You know, I I know there's 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 already a lot of talk about him fighting Tyson Fury, but you know, before I left, you know, I I actually said I would like to have two or three fights before anything huge. But you know, it's you know he has he's got a very smart management team. Um, they know what they're doing, so whatever they choose, and if they call me, I would be more than happy to be part of the team again. You know, because I had a great time. You know, I I think uh, I it was some it was a great experience, something different. But uh, we teamed up very well with Angel Fernandez and and the rest of the team. You know, watching that fight, I I really, I mean, I thought AJ did a great job, and I feel like he he could have won that fight. He could have won that fight. He didn't win that fight. But I feel like he could have. Like if he had used his jab just a little bit more. Um, when they got in the clinches, it seemed a lot of times like, uh, you know, when they got in close, AJ actually held. It was, I think, the ninth round when they got close and AJ actually kind of battered Usyk. And that actually started that, 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 that round where Usyk seemed to be in trouble. Um, how do you feel? I'm not saying they're going to fight again, but if they did... I feel like 
AJ could win the third fight if if they were to meet again. Do you feel like that? 100%. You know what? Uh, being that it was our first fight together against Usyk, who is probably the most difficult heavyweight uh, right now, and 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 to be able to do what he what he did, you know, compared to the first fight where it wasn't it wasn't close. I think uh, I think he definitely has uh, what it takes to to win the third fight because uh, he was doing so good. You know, uh, I'm telling you, you know, up, up after the ninth round, I thought we had the fight. You know, it just you know the last three rounds are what made the difference. But you know, it's all learning experience. I think not only myself but Anthony learned himself uh, a little bit. You know, things that that we have to improve and and do better so so i think a hundred percent i think we could win the third fight if ever if it ever was to happen how is it training next to a guy like aj uh he, he uh, robert actually went to the uk for that camp oh he did yeah. okay so yeah. you never got to actually train I'm, I'm not, yeah i've never even met him okay yeah. okay let me ask you this though let's say the fury fight does happen. you know what before i would i would you know what one thing that i would have loved yes. was for aj to trend around somebody like bam because bam is a lefty bam has a lot of footwork a lot of movement so i would have loved that and i i actually that's one thing that i advised everybody i told everybody i would love a training camp where he's around my other fighters so he could be motivated and pushed just like they push each other in my gym with with the rest of the fighters i think that's one thing that i would love aj to do you know train in in a gym where there's more fighters there's more world champions there's guys that are gonna compete with them guys that are gonna push him instead of just training by himself you know that's one thing that i that i would prefer boxnard baby exactly let's get him there you know two things that you just mentioned that I want to touch on. First of all, I want to talk about you being a Southpaw. Are you a natural Southpaw? Uh, no, I ride with my right hand. Okay. So I'm, I'm a natural orthodox. Nice. Because, yeah. I mean, that left jab is, is nice. Yeah. And those angles, you know, I mean, you know, really, you are a special fighter. Appreciate You're a that. special fighter. And the way you've dispatched uh, some of these opponents is just extremely impressive. But I wanted to ask, Robert, let's say this Fury fight does go ahead and the training camp is in the UK. Jesse, are you willing to go to the UK and train mm -hmm. with the guys? Of course. Um, UK is somewhere, it's, that's somewhere that I've always wanted to go. So to have a camp over there, would be, it would be amazing. Especially uh, especially uh, for sparring. If we don't get the <laughs> fight against uh, Sunny Edwards, at least we could spar him. Right, there you go. <laughs> right? That's right. Are you guys trying to make a fight with Sonny? We would it, love it to. Is, yeah, it is possible, and I would love that fight. And how would you deal with his slick style? Um, just put it in the ring together, and y'all will see. It's a great challenge. You know, that's why, you know, Bam is one of the best fighters out there, and uh, Sonny Edwards is also a great fighter. So that, those are the challenges that we want, you know. And I know uh, I know Bam wants it too, so, you know, that, that would be a fight that we'll go after, definitely. I mean, I would love to see that fight. And you guys are both young blood yeah. in the division, and it would be amazing. You know, When I say the division, obviously, it's close. It's not, not the exact same division yeah. right now. He's 112, but, but you're right there. You know, you, you fought there before, so, so you can do that. Um, let me do this. We ha I know you have to go. Um, I, want, I could talk to you guys all day, but um, I know you guys have a, a tight schedule, so I appreciate you coming out. But we do have some fan questions. Would you be willing okay. to answer a couple of fan of questions? Yeah. All right, I'm going to have to switch my glasses because this is very small <laughs> print here. Let's see what we got. Okay, I'm going to do my best to read this. Uh, the first question is for Bam. Ronnie Wellings asks, do you get more nervous fighting yourself or watching your brother fight? I don't even get nervous for my fights, but when my brother fights, I just, I, I can't stop overthinking the fight the, the night before. And then when it's actually here, it's just like, I can't stop. Like, I'm so nervous 
I can't even explain how I feel for that. But whenever, whenever I'm fighting, it's just more, more anxious to get in the ring and just do what I do. Has it always been like that? Like, I know when you first turned amateur, like you lost some of your first fights as an amateur. How did you get through that? What was that mindset? Where you, you know, a lot of people would have said, oh, this isn't for me, or they get dejected, they quit. You didn't do that. Yeah. You've obviously gone on to, to reign supreme. So how did you, where did that come from, that mindset? And what was that like in those times? Was it dark? Was it tough? Nah, well, I actually lost my first three fights, and I was only 10 years old. So, I mean, it, it wasn't really any, they didn't affect me, like, mentally. Um, if anything, it made me more motivated to get that first win. I, I'm a hard-headed person, and I got I to gotta lose, lose, lose if I have to. And if until I get that win, I'm going to be satisfied. So when I did get that first win, it just made it that much better that I lost my first three fights. So... And I actually rematched the dude. My, my first fight, I lost to him, and then I rematched him in my third fight and beat him. So it made, it that, it. Yeah, it made it that much better. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Next up, um, Sean Rivers asks Robert, you've trained so many great world champions in recent years. Do you keep in touch with them? Do you keep, do you keep in touch with them all? Is it like when you leave school and you naturally drift apart from some people when a fighter leaves? I stay in touch with most of my, my fighters. Uh, there's there's a few me that that I might haven't talked to in a few years, but you know I try to stay in touch with my, most of my 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 former fighters. You know we always keep a good relationship. When when they're in my gym, they become part of the family, and and everybody knows that. Every time a fighter comes to my gym, they become part of the family, and uh, and and it goes on until after they're retired and everything. You know that that's just the relationship we keep with our fighters. You know we're not just there because it's business, and you're there just to fight, and I'm there to train you. You know we become family. So most of my, most of the fighters that I that that I've trained, we're still in touch. And I know we have Bam here, but how's Bam Bam doing? You know what? That's one that I talk to most mostly every day. He's he's good. He's always full of full of energy. Always joking around. I don't see him that often because you know obviously he or he has a family and 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 he's doing his own stuff. But and we're in the gym, busy with with fighters and traveling so much. But I talk to him almost every day. Well, he's a great guy. And he is, I definitely. just love watching great him fight. Character. Please tell him we say hello. Definitely will. Okay, uh, let's see here. The next question. Uh, at Pierre Wom underscore G asks Bam, who were your idols growing up? Um, Nonito Donaire was definitely one of my favorite fighters. Brandon Rios as well. And, um, of course, Manny Pacquiao. So those, those three right there I watched a lot uh, coming up as an amateur. That's great. And we saw Nonito last week with the Estrada fight down in Sonora. He was down there uh, to support Jelena Mergenovic. And um, he's an incredible fighter. I actually went years ago to the Philippines and spent time with him okay. uh, at his training camp at, at the Ala Boxing Gym. And uh, yeah, just an accomplished, wonderful guy. Also very humble like yourself and, you, and, and a great singer. <laughs> but you know what? You, uh, you know, I didn't even know he was there in, in Hermosillo. Uh, he was probably there because he he wants to get down to 115. Also, I don't know if you guys heard that, you know, because he call he calls me and everything. He knows I have two champions at 115. But one thing is that we both agreed. He said the same thing, and I said the same. Thing. I will never go against Nonito Donaire and uh, with any of my fighters because he was my fighter, and up until now we stay in touch all the time. Him and Rachel are, are great people to us, so we agreed that we wouldn't fight each other. But he wants to get down to 115. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I guess Robert just asked that, but you wouldn't. He's, he was your idol. You wouldn't fight him. Nah, nah, I wouldn't. Okay. Yeah, that would be tough. I, I would hate to have to punch that guy. <laughs> you know, he's such a nice guy. Yeah. Um, okay, final question here. <clears throat> Gabe Herrera Jr. asks Robert, can you explain the difference between winning a world title yourself 
to seeing your fighters win a world title. Both must, both must be unbelievable feelings in their own right. Well, my personal feeling, I, I could tell you guys, it's not even hard to decide. Uh, I know making a world champion, especially one that we start from the pro debut to become a world champion, like, you know, Bam, his brother, Brandon Rios, my brother Mikey. There's been a few in my gym that, you know, since their pro debut become world champions, that's the best feeling ever. You know, when I became champion, it never really hit me. You know, I I, I don't I never felt like I was a world champion or I never felt like I'm on top of the world. Uh maybe because I just I just never really had the love for for boxing as a fighter. Now as a trainer, I enjoy every minute of it and uh Helping a kid turn pro to become world champion, that was the best feeling ever. Guys, I just can't tell you how much I appreciate you, uh, what you do for the sport, what you do in the sport, and that you've taken the time uh, to speak with us during fight week. I know your schedule's just crazy, so I'm going to let you guys get going. For the fans out there, hopefully we'll be back Friday. We should have another great guest. And tune in, Canelo Triple G3, this Saturday night, T-Mobile Arena, zone pay-per-view. Do not miss it. It's going to be amazing. The trilogy. Thanks, guys.